Oh, I've always wanted to talk about this on the podcast. I don't know why this is just it just came to me. Like I said, the mm. fucking road rage thing spent so much. Right. I want you to fully clarify for myself and our listeners and the viewers when you said you are allowed to be anything you want in this world except right. <laughs> Go! <laughs> Today is your shine. Not your average, well, folks. Today, as I sit here as an albino Bengal tiger, you can't win talking a good game you can't win topics never lame you can't win 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 it's ridiculously funny but funny hi i'm mr pedophile we'll stop this function do not adjust your dial I have no beard. I'm marvelous. I'm not your average Joseph. Beard intact. We are the Particle Sons. Let's start the show. Yes. It's been a grim week. Face has been cold. People have been asking. Mm. I work in healthcare. Mm. This is part of the struggle of working in healthcare. Mm. So, after, as an employee in healthcare, mm-hmm. um, Especially during a pandemic, motherfuckers hype you up to be superheroes. That they do. When you're regular people. That you are. And not too many rewards for it, but just a good yeah. job without you, you won't function. You did get Crocs. Yeah, the Crocs was comfy. The you Crocs was comfy. You did get Crocs. I'm not, not going to stunt. I, mean, yeah. I, I never would have bought a pair of Crocs no, no. If, if it wasn't a freebie. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. And then. Yeah. They 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 walk <laughs> at work. <laughs> at work, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to put on my cross. <laughs> like, yo. And when I see people outside and stuff, like I'm like, with Night. the little croc decked out, I'm like, troglodytes. <laughs> <laughs> you paid for all this and this this jewelry buffoonery. But yeah, man. I'm here. Uh it's a different vibe. Yeah, yeah. Beard and no beard. Like I I'm so used to doing this. I was about to say uh, how has it been since you've cut the beard? Okay, first and foremost, yeah. How long did it take you to get used to not having it here and and like, oh bro, bro. shit, I forgot, bro, bro. I'm still, you still, I, like, yeah. I'm, I'm pulling on like the five it o'clock does, shadow, does, like the does, stubbles does, and everything. Yeah. I was looking like, ah, <laughs> I came out the shower the other day. I think I came out the shower like the the Wednesday, and my normal routine. So I'm so used to and stuff, whatever, right? Like, right. When I'm in the shower, I like pick out my shower. Like, I, depends if I'm washing or I'm conditioning it. So I'll pick it out, but I don't got to carry the pick and stuff whatever in the washroom no more now, right? Right. right. So I'm looking at stuff. It's like when I came out, I'm so used to like brushing what little leftover hair I got. And I just normally go, but it's like this, down. nothing. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> you're just, now you're just brushing skin? Yeah, I'm brushing skin. <laughs> for now. For now. For now. For now. If any one of you companies you shall return would like to be part of this. Kratos beard growth journey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you all see what it, it, it can amount to. You see what it can amount to. Yes, yeah. yes. Now the old woman won't even look at me. Yeah. No, no. I'm I'm into the aunties, and the aunties are looking at me. Boy, if you don't sit down, <laughs> I'll get one of them ones. So <sighs> we are here. We are here. We are here. Yo, I gotta ask you, man. Yo, like, 
do you ever have a situation and stuff where you tell yourself not to be you? What so, do you mean? So, okay, check it. Mm. <clears throat> You're so used to like you doing you, you being you in your normal state. Right. Right? And let's say you're in a situation of stuff where it doesn't require you to be your normal you. You have to switch up to become something else or be something or act a little different than what you would normally would be. So, okay, I'll give you an example for myself. Right. Religious talk. Right. <laughs> religious talk. I'm for open religious conversations because, again... I, I I don't know everything. Right. And I'm willing to learn. Right. But a lot of people, so I feel like when it comes to religious folk, they don't question anything in their retrospect of whatever religion and stuff there might be. Right. And they don't have the full knowledge of everything. Right. But then when you question something pertaining to religion and or their particular religion, they're looking like you're blaspheming and we're not having this conversation. And I'm looking at stuff and I'm like, typical me would be like, what the like we're having a conversation, answer some of these questions, and then the not be you is kind of like you got to revert to like, well, this ain't gonna go anywhere. Well, fuck it, you might as well exit, exit stage left. Right. You ever had those situations? Yeah, yeah. I think um, on vacation, on occasion, on vacation, on vacation. Yeah, with the last time you were on vacay. Uh, so it's not even not, frequent not with the, you. Not the last time I was on VK, but a few times I'm I'm on VK. So what's what's the not not be you? The not be you is to what wake up early in the morning and do some shit. No, to be more it's because I'm usually more I'm usually reserved. Okay. But when you're on vacation, you're on vacation to have fun, right? And to cut loose, and everybody else is there to have fun. Oh, so, so you're a different person. Yeah, so on, on vacation. Oh, so what we see in now, I gotta see smooth uncut on vacation yeah, no, with some, some my ties no, in your hand. On, on vacation is yeah, I'm 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 the life of the po- uh, life of the pool party. Yeah, you know I mean? I'm in all the games. You know what I mean? Just, you know what I mean? The the liquor's flowing and everything is everything is free. You're there to have fun, right? Yeah. But it's like, like that sort of situation. I'm back home. That's like, I I'm I'm not that way because. I, I most likely got to drive home. I can't do the crawl to my room upstairs, fair, right? So, fair. yeah. So, okay. Wait, let me ask you a question. So, my next question is stuff to you be like how you just said this piece, right? Right. Would you ever, 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 ever consider that, let's say, vacation is smooth to, to be active in a regular setting? Like let's say let's say it's your birthday. Yeah. Say it's your birthday. Yeah. You know, like I want to say, like my birthday and stuff, and I'm like, yo, I refuse to drive. I'm not driving the car, and I got wasted. Okay. Good example. Yeah. Of vacation smooth at home. Yeah. Was the night when when you you, you left early, and I went bar hopping on my street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were able to crawl back to your I, domain. I was able to, cause, yeah, cause I, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know where it's. I can yeah, cut yeah, loose yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I just live across the street, street right? Right, so right, right. There's this, I can just be whatever, right? So yeah, that that was a good example of me just being vacation smooth. Yeah, yeah, you were a different guy. I was a different guy. I was right the next day. You were right. I was a little bit too much of vacation smooth. <laughs> but, I love it. But I'm, but I'm telling you, but that that is vacation smooth because... 
like, I'll get wrecked on, on you know, going away. Mm. You know what I mean? Shit, hey, my, hey, my hotel, I can throw up here. Somebody else got to come up and clean that shit. And you know what I mean? It's all good. I think uh, you, you're one of those guys. I think, I feel like I'm not speaking in general, but I'm just asking though. Are you one of those guys that needs to fuck in a hotel with your woman? The reason why I say like needs to fuck in a hotel because your regular performance and stuff, whatever, in your regular bed, yeah, would it it won't be the same then? Nah. So that means you're out here just like coming from like the top of the TV or one leg up. Well, <laughs> so it's not that wild. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not, not that well, but of course you you know, I mean you you're gonna go a little extra and beyond, right? I, I feel like I show up the same way. Like what, what to me I'm like, yo, I'm the setting what the setting yeah, bring but out you, different... you, but, you, but you don't got kids past the age of ten. So you can you can show up and show out when your kids are a certain age. Gotcha. When gotcha. you know what I mean when, you, when, when your kids are a certain home. age, you, you're more reserved. You're more reserved. You're trying to not make as much noise, you're not trying to draw as the attention. Oh, so, yeah, at the hotel. You don't give a shit. Everybody at the hotel for the same reason. <laughs> to have fun. <laughs> to have fun. Is that what we're, we're to saying? Have, have fun. fun. Oh, okay. All right. All righty. Well, all right. Let's touch on some of these these previous polls. And then let's let's see what popping off for the, this past week. Uh first poll is would you vote for a single politician? Remember that. Mm. 83% said, nope. Told you, man. I, I, I can't, you can't trust a single politician. You can't trust a single politician? You can't trust a single politician because it's like a good old Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. We got to rely on the family. And if you're by your damn self and you ain't got no family, it's not too safe. Where can we trust a single person to be at the helm? A single? With, with, with uh, of a of a position that's high profile, a captain of a ship. Yeah, yeah. Because we know the captain of the ship is putting this this, this captain thing first, right? Over priority and stuff of like you know to make sure like himself. Oh shoot! Speaking of that, I was watching this one the other day on this yacht. Captain had his his his, his wife and his three year old on on the ship. So I think what he does is throughout the year, mm. I think at least. Two or three of the voyages, he makes sure the family's with him. Okay. So they've got their own cabin, and I, th- and 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 he's young. The son is young, so he's not at the schooling age yet. So okay. they don't have to have you know. What I mean, just In make and the wife is the wife. She can just watch him and and do whatever. But yeah, that that was the first first thing I thought of mm-hmm. because you are away for such a long period of time at at sea, right? And it's well, I look at like. From what previous history and stuff of that told us, yeah, the captain is normally like the last person to go down with the ship, right? Right. So, if any cases of the ship is damn near about to be done, then that's when the captain would abandon the ship. But the captain's the one that issues like all abandoned ship and stuff like that. And you would hope that if like your captain, what you're talking about and stuff, is like relying on like you know family and everything and stuff, you'd probably be like this motherfucker might escape before everybody because he's more concerned about his family and and scenario to get back to. The funny thing is, Mm -hmm. a lot of captains get off that ship (laughs) before everybody else. You think so? It's been been stated. It's been stated. Mm. It's it's like, it's it's a hard, fast, it's it's, okay, it's it's a rule, but it's rarely any captain Mm. has followed it. 
I don't know. Because I remember... Okay, so I saw this thing about... What is this? This last thing about Captain Thing. It's like, I want to say there was some Discovery Channel thing about like sharks. Yeah. And wherever this naval ship for the US, whatever the hell. Yeah. So I think like it was probably shot probably around the Pearl Harbor time. Yeah. And the waters and stuff that they were by is like th- it was like about 300, 300 of them. So the ship was damn near screwed and wrecked and everything like that. And they said that the waters were infested by tigers. By no, tigers. hammerhead, hammerhead okay. sharks. Yeah. And it's like, it was a feeding frenzy. So it's like, I think they started off with 300 right. of them trying to make it to shore. Yeah. So some are on rafts and some are on like little debris and stuff with the ships and going. So I think like maybe about less than 50 of them made it. So I'm like, could you imagine? But they said, yeah, Captain Captain got eight like four times two. Like I think- Captain got eight. Probably in the earlier run, like when they probably had like maybe about 200 or something. Right. Captain went and stuff too. And it was like, the, they had like, I think- a panel of like eight or nine of the survivors who were still alive. Yeah. I was like, they're like, no, our captain told us abandon ship. We left ship and stuff because everything was on fire. Grab a piece and grab rafts and yeah, it was um, it was Discovery Channel. I can't remember exactly. I can't remember exactly what they were talking about. Um, some some, uh, some devastation that happened at sea, mm-hmm. right? And they're talking about how the the captain. He was like on like one, on one of the lifeboats with women and children. You know, women and children the, fir- the, the are the first that they sent off. Mm. And then they were talking and say, yeah, a lot of times they're saying like probably like two thirds, maybe like one third of the cap uh, of ships that go down. The captain has gone down with it. Other, the other two thirds, mm-hmm. captain saving his bacon, man. Yeah, is, I was looking at this. It said like February. This is February first, twenty twenty three. Yeah, it said there's no universal marine law that states a captain must go down with the ship. However, as long as you make sure that the crew members and the passengers have already been rescued, yeah. he can leave he with can them leave. too. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's that. But no, I, I can't trust a politician and stuff who's single. Mm. I can't trust a politician who's single. Um, I'm iffy on even politicians that were like dating. Right. Because I just feel like, yo, it's, it's, it opens spy, it's like some like a, a espionage kind of world. Because if, say if, let's say, such and such is about to run for Prime Minister of Canada. Okay. Right? And I look at this like, yo, I need to win or, win or gain favor and stuff. I'll just send attractive ass women with like a, a a bootleg shadow clean world and just approach him. But I mean, that happens with married presidents too. Yeah? I mean, look at, look at Kennedy and Marilyn Monroe. Kennedy was a wild boy. Yeah. Kennedy was a wild boy. Look at Trump grabbing him, grabbing him, grabbing the pom-poms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, Trump is a wild boy. But they, so. they wild boys in politics, man. So it's like, I don't know if this single or <laughs> So you, you would take a cheating president over uh, a single president? I just, want, I just want somebody who can do the job and do the job properly, man. I don't care about your marital status. I always hope, but that's the thing. Stuff because we don't really care about what, if they're doing the job properly until we have issue with whatever well, they're we doing. Don't, we don't really know that they're doing the job probably until they do something that we yeah, got like, issue with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. When they, when you found out like, okay, you're for healthcare. Oh, this president is not doing shit or this leader is not doing anything pertaining to healthcare or fucking up on healthcare. You'd be like, the fuck? You have one job. No, this bitch got probably got like a hundred million jobs. Yep. Because I, I looked at stuff and I prayed. I'll never forget. Uh, wise words from... I want to say my former brother-in-law, the man said to me, he's like, yo, 
welcome to the fam. We're married now. He's like, don't be like Obama. I'm like, what does that mean? Right. He's like, Obama went in with jet black hair and came, came out salt and pepper. Came. The amount of shit he done seen, the amount of shit he done went through, mm-hmm. now stress the man the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I like your hair black. <laughs> That's what he said to me. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to be an Obama. I don't want to be an Obama. I like your hair black, bro. Yo, he's like, yo, you're going don't, to... Don't, don't go through don't, it. Don't go through it. Don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. And I was like, yo, I feel that. Um, The next poll says, do you feel that you're difficult to love? And 88% said no. Now, let's take a deep dive in this. Mm-hmm. No, because I think a lot of people and stuff looked at it so, so super shallow. It's kind of like the, remember the, would you have a drink with you kind of question? Right. Think about your bads, your faults, and all that type of stuff with pertaining to even a relationship. Mm-hmm. Some people in a relationship, they have a reclusive way when they shut down and they, they won't talk. Right. Right? That's difficult to deal with. Because if like the other person's like, yo, we need to talk about what's going on, and other person just shut down, don't want to talk. Yeah. You're not, that's not an easy person to deal with. Nah, it's not an easy person to deal with. Factors like that. See, I feel like a lot of people like me. I, I try to move on a level and stuff where if I, am I difficult to love? I want to say for majority of part, I am not, right. but I can be. Right. And I think the can be part for me and stuff is that I don't know where that person and stuff stands. Right. Right. So I feel like a lot of times if the person makes everything crystal clear and vocal, we smooth like Botox. Right. So I kind of like a situation where I'll like state like my, my likes and hopefully everything that's pertaining to my likes and stuff is kind of like met. And then after that, it's swimming. Everything will just go, will flow nice and smooth. Got it. Now, if I mention my likes and stuff, whatever, like the person might have a, I don't say like, they're against like certain type of amount of my likes. You're right. I'm hesitant to move a type of way pertaining to a person. Because mm. I'm looking at stuff, I'm like, well, you didn't like this particular thing that, that like I might do or I might like to go to or something like that. So I don't know if should I even invite you. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. It, it, it creates a kind of like a like a rift with, for me. Yeah. So a lot of times and stuff, and mm, I don't want to say too many times, but I want to say at least for recent and past relationships, when if like they might, I feel like they might yuck my yum. Right. I just tend to say, all right, well, this is not for you. And I'll just do other things without you. But well, because I look at it like I'm my own person before I meet the next person. Right, right. But I got to understand the stuff like, yes, are you okay with doing what you do? And most of the time, if their things and stuff is kind of foreign to me, I'm still not yucking their yum, but I just probably won't participate or, part, you know, partake too much. Got it. Like if you're a clubber, right? I've been with women and stuff who like, like to go out and club and everything like that. I'll come every now and then. Yeah. Don't expect me to come every... Everything. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's your thing. That's yeah. not my thing. Right. I like people bonding and stuff, whatever. So, and with that, even a person who likes to club or like to go out, I might be difficult for them. Right. Like in the general aspect and stuff, whatever. Because I'm okay with seeing all my people's bonding, doing all that type of stuff, and then come back and stuff and at least have a moment to like rest. Yeah. And kind of make moves to build towards like my dreams and my futures mm. Mm. maybe they're maybe when they're they're answering these questions maybe they're generalizing and not thinking of like an like an individual quirk that might set 
offset somebody else. Yes, I can agree to that. Yeah, because I think overall people like to just think like, oh, I just have these wonderful qualities. That people think they're perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just have these wonderful qualities that everybody, everybody will love, right? Meanwhile, you could be, you could be the greatest person in, on the face of the earth. There's going to be somebody that does not like you. Of course. Right? So you, you, you can't expect to be, you know, God's apple pie to everybody. It's just, it simply just does not work like that. If you're thinking genu- generally, mm-hmm. if, you, if you have a, an attitude that is, for the most part, upbeat, and those, those bad traits are not, they're not like surface. They're, mm-hmm. they're not something that you can see or something that can be interacted, interacted with right away. Like somebody's got somebody's to gotta be close to you in order to see those bad traits. Then, then those people will probably think, yeah, I'm easy to get along with. Okay, so, okay, let me ask you this. Should you hope for your partner to change their bad traits or should you embrace them? You can encourage them, <laughs> okay? Right? If that's what, if you're if that's what you want them to do, you you can encourage them. Don't expect them though. That don't expect that they'll do it. You you can en- encourage it. Hope that they will, but live with the possibility that they might not. Yeah, I think. I, but you know what? So I agree with you. Yeah. But I think a lot of people want stuff. Let's say an older setting or older, like, let's say, time frame with, with um, let's say, modern dating and the, the dating or, let's say, relationships and stuff are, are different. Yeah. They're different. Like, uh, you you as a married man and stuff, you've been with your woman for, like, Ugh. decades. Forever, right. Decades and stuff, whatever. Do you look at other relationships? Like, even, like, if you're looking at my previous relationships and stuff, whatever, right? Right. Do you look at, like, certain things and stuff, like, don't hold the weight or the test of time? Like, I look at it where... I feel like if you don't do something I do or I want you to do, it's a wrap. Right, right. Right? And then I feel like because you've been in it for like decades and stuff like that, you've been in a time where it's like, we're going to work through this shit. Mm-hmm. We're just going to figure some shit out. We're going to work for the best, hope for the best and stuff, whatever. Because at, at the end, we still want to be together. Right. So we just got to figure some shit out. When then, I don't think it's like we still want to be together in modern times. It's kind of like, you need to click to what I'm clicking to now. And if you don't click, you're not the one for me. Right. Right. So like, there's no work and stuff, whatever I feel like in today's time. You agree? I, I can agree to that. Yeah, I, I, I can agree to that. I wouldn't say it's like, I wouldn't say like it's like 100%. I mm-hmm. think there's still the one or twos out there that that will work. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I, I think the, the couples who still believe in romance and that sort of thing, I think they're probably more apt to try and See if there's something there that still can be worked out. But if you're just like, uh, and I don't want to say emotionless. Mostly unavailable? <laughs> I don't want to say that either. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you're the type of person who, who let's say, let's say can cut their emotions short. What do you mean by that? Like, I like you. I I like you today, but tomorrow I'm on a mission not to like you because of you what you did 
later on this afternoon. Mm. Right? And on that mission, I can, I, can, I can hold myself to that mission. So like they're basically holding a personal vendetta or like to carry on? Right. I think, I think it's easy for those people to say, hey, nah, I'm not even going to hold it. I'm just going to call it quits and move on. Yeah, because right. I, Whereas you'll have some people who are like, "I'm mad at you," right? Then hours later they call, "Man, I can't be mad at you." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, those people, I think, are more apt to stay in and try and work and try and work it out because they can't they they can't just cut off the emotions that they have for you. They mm-hmm. are, or maybe the emotions is too strong that. You know, they, they may see a fault, but they believe that they can overwork it. It's so funny where I, I look at this stuff as people champion how they cut people off. Mm. People champion that, that, that they ghost people, right? Yeah, yeah. People champion yeah. stuff that like, you know, like get there, like this person didn't serve no purpose and stuff, or what wasn't, wasn't for me and sever. Like right. it, it, it's not like... <laughs> I don't want to say shame is the word, but it's kind of like, be like, oh, you and Tata Lalicious didn't work out. Be like, yeah, you know, we didn't see eye to eye and stuff like that, whatever. Like, no, she didn't do this, this, this. Fuck that chick. Right. And I'm looking like, well, we saw you guys boo-booed up like canoodling and shit, like, you know, right. taking selfies and shit like that at restaurants and everything. How you just speak like that now? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, did you not care? Hmm? Does okay, let me ask you this and before we move on. Does modern day dating does modern dating requirements outweigh like traditional or or dating requirements of like of the past? Like, all right, you're older, you're an older dude. Right. Did the women ask for you need to have like, you know, certain type of figures or something like that in their account? Like, I know it's always, nah. you never run short of like women chasing money. Right, right, right. Right. But right. like, <clears throat> like, how was it for you back then? Like, what was the, what, like, no, I you think, had, you had no social media like that. I think, I think the, the, I think the, the key things for women back then. Yeah. Was that you're, you were stable. Like you had your own, your job or like something you, like that. Like, like you, you keep a full time job. job. Keep, you, right, right. You, you were you were stable, and that you that you, were, you you were a good character. Yeah, like a good character, a good human being. And they'll they'll build upon it. Like from that, like it was never like you had to make a certain amount like of you money. You had to be like a bus driver. We had to go had to a own certain a bus. place for my first our first date. You know what I mean? It's it's it was it right. Was there, there was no there was no. La Marina, there's no Fountain Blue, there's right. no STK. Right. And now motherfuckers like, you need to take me there. I'm not a broke chick, but you're not going here by your damn self. Yeah, and it was definitely not flying nobody out to go no damn. <laughs> I was born in the wrong time. <laughs> you born in the wrong age. I was born age, in the wrong time. You born in the wrong age, man. Damn it, but I'm here. <laughs> yeah, and it's not. And I and, and and even then, even back then, I don't think it's even though it was still a more gentleman gentleman thing to pay for the entire date. Back then, really? I, yeah, it, it's still a gentleman. It was still a gentleman thing. Oh, right? okay, yeah, okay. Like, like I, I was about to say, even though it was a gentleman thing. Yeah. 
you found that women didn't mind going going Dutch, especially on a first date type of deal when everybody's just trying to get to know each other, just yeah. trying to be, you know what I mean? It's like, no, I, you know, I got this. No, I got this. Okay, we'll go half. In my time, I'm not really used to that because one time I went on a date with a woman, I think our very first date. Yeah. And I was like, um, should, should we get out of here? So I'm like, yeah, because she's a teacher. Right. She's a teacher and stuff. And she's like, she had to do some shit to get her shit together for the kids and stuff the following day. So I'm like, all right, no problem. Right. We use the washroom and stuff like that. So I guess in the process, when I got up to go to the washroom, I come back, she's already signing off like, you know, her credit card and stuff because she paid the bill. Yeah. Right. So I was looking like, oh shit, like, no, I was going to pay, you know? So I felt bad. Right. Right. right? I'm like, it's our first date. I was going to pay yeah. and everything. She's like, no, nah, it's cool. So I said, since you paid, am I still going to get a second date? Because <laughs> like, I, this is, I have female friends. One of my friends told me, she told me this straight goods. That this is when she's married now, but she said when she was dating, if she went Dutch on the dude's meal, right, or she went Dutch, she's paying her money and stuff for them not to ever see the dude again. Mm. And again, she's like peers to me, right? right. My yeah. age and my group and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> she's about 40 now, so she's like two years older than me now, but still age rage and stuff. Yeah. And I was looking at that. I was like, oh shit. And this is 19? No, 1920 or something like that at the time. So I was like, okay, I want to make sure yeah. that I would pay for these dates if I'm inviting a woman out on these dates. And then when that happened, I was like, danger, alert, alert, alert. You're not going to get to touch that booty. <laughs> yeah, maybe it could have been a simpler case that she didn't want this lady to have to go away and come back just because, you know what I mean? You were, you yeah, I never, I, yeah, you're right. I never asked and stuff yeah, for that, yeah, but it's just yeah. kind of like, I just it like, it could have been just the case. I went to go piss, wash my hands. And then yeah. when I came back, I was like, shh, shh. but then it was, it was cool. It was then in a cold. Did you get a second time. date? I did. Okay. See, so then you didn't, you gotta worry. I did. <laughs> you didn't have to worry. I did. I thought because my forehead was shiny. So yeah, that's that the reason why she, she, she decided to give me a second date. Right. Okay. All right. So we here. Um, let's talk LeBron. Bronny. Broomstick. Mm. It's rough to watch. It was rough to rough watch. watch. Nah, do you, yeah, oh yeah, you were rooting for the Lakers. I was rooting, rooting for the Lakers, but I didn't want them to get sweet. I thought the Lakers would have put up a better fight. Keep it a buck. Yeah, like it was. It was a battle. Every was, game was, was, was close. It was a battle. All four games and stuff was close. It was a battle. I just look at it stuff as where, like even like looking at Joker. I don't know. Like, to this day, it mystifies me. Like like I said, mystifies. Like, Joker moves so sluggish. He move, does he move fast to you? Nah, he doesn't move fast to me at all. Like he has a little chub to him and everything like that. He moves sluggish and it's like he can't be stopped. I was, I was about to say, you know, what, you know what it is? It's not that he's quicker or anything. It's forceful. Because, on it. because he's had... Because... And, and, and it's so funny because... It was it was the same thing with LeBron, but LeBron had speed with him. LeBron ha still has speed. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, LeBron coming down the middle, it's like a freight train, right? right. So he hits you. You're being moved. Jokic is like a security card. Jokic is like a security card. And then in, but it's but it's there's so much weight with that security card that even moving at two miles an hour, you can't stop it. It's still going forward. 
Oh, so that shit more like a freight train trying to slow down. And that's what I's saying. It's like it's it's so LeBron is freight train still going. Still going. And then this is the break because you're right. Freight trains when they hit break, I think they need like a good amount of distance. Right. So it's kind of like they're slowing down. Yeah. But you know it's still kind of coming. It's still coming. It's still coming. And and that's when I look at him, that's like I see like yo, it doesn't matter how many bodies he put in front of that rim. Yeah. He's going to bully his way down there. And once he's it once he's in the key, the guy's got so much moves in that key. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? Hook. Both hands, both hands, shoot, left hand, shit, spin school, around. Whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? He's got plethora moves in the key. And the funny thing is that I think the reason why he's having so much success is that NBA has we're maybe three, four years moved moved away from the big man game. Who? The NBA. Oh, NBA? Right. Three, maybe three or four years moved moved away from the actual big man game where the big man was a dominant guy on the inside. So nobody's really making defenses for the dominant guy on the inside. Yeah, because yeah, it's a, it's a shooting. It's a, a three-point contest. Right. You know? It's a three-point contest. Because you have to be like a like a app kind of shooter for us to say we're going to let you shoot a three. And that's it, right? So you put you put Jamal Murray on on the outside, right? Who else do they got shooting over there? Jamal Murray, Porter Jr., Porter Jr. be knocking them bitches, right? So you put those guys on the per- perimeter, right? Yeah. And when I say NBA has moved away from that big man, the the, the go through the big man, because back then you go through the big man, the key, the, the shooting the three was that was the last resort. So you crowded the key, right. and you defended from the inside out. Right. Now you're defending from the outside in, right? So you got to cover all these sh- shooters. Joker's going to make mincemeat whoever's co- covering him on the inside. Shooter's going to shoot. I think the league and stuff is just a different kind of ball game, and, et cetera. Shout out to Steph Curry. Steph Curry really changed the game and stuff. On, yeah. On three-pointing the shooters and stuff. I want to say we always respected Reggie Miller's, the Ray Allen's. Like, you know, the, right. the, these people look at... Like win the three point competition and stuff. Like I want a three point competition and skills thing, skills night. Yeah, it's been there. Like it's always been questionable. Like you know, like it's not like we we don't treat it as weight as a slam dunk. Right. But it's kind of like I think we've seen as much as the dunks couldn't really go. So people are kind of still focused on like the three point competition. But I think if the three point competition when you're to switch from the slam dunk competition and stuff, guarantee you people won't leave. Mm. Because I feel like people stay for the slam dunk competition, but I think if you moved it earlier and you moved that back, people won't leave. People mm. want to know who the fuck to look out for for the rest of the remaining of that season. Right, right. The league is just a different place. Man. That's a different place, man. It's just like, I mean, even when you speak about like Reggie Miller and, and Ray Allen, like those guys, they were three-point specialists, but even with even within their role, it was like, that wasn't like a first or second option. You know what I mean? Like, they, like spot up jump shooters was really a thing. Like you stood at your spot mm-hmm. and you wait for your your your, your thing it. to be called. Right now it's just niggas, niggas not even going to the hoop. They just go. Oh, it's the line. Even, even if it's the line, <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? see Marcus Smart with his shot. They get the, well, what do you think? Yeah, the tip even, and everything. They're not even getting to the line. Shout out to Boston, yeah, man. Shout out to Boston. Shout out to Boston. Hopefully when this episode drops and stuff for them, we know who won and went through and stuff. The the Boston and Miami series. Listen, that that game was a game and a half. Boston is setting fucking records, man. Boston, nobody, no team in NBA history has ever came back 
From like from, a three zip no, deficit. None. First team. Shout out to Boston. Shout out to Boston. Shout out to man. Jason Tatum and Jason. He's got like how many thirty plus games? He's got a record for thirty plus games in the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. He, that kid is balling. And Jalen Brown, aka the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, you know with his mass game and stuff, but. Even smart, man. Smart has been... Smart, no, smart. Smart has been smart works. a minute. I think the thing is that smart works and he works hard. Yeah. But I think... You know what it is? I think his tenacity, his tenacity in his guts outweighs his points. So we... Like could, Lowry. We, right. Yeah. Kyle Lowry will dive everywhere, yeah. climb this. Yeah, the hardest. Bigger than anything to, like else. yo, if you're a seven footer, he's still trying to get up in your face. And like, yeah. I, re- I remember who was it? I think it was probably LeBron one time disrespecting Kyle Lowry. Yeah, he's like too little, but I'm like, at least he's trying. He's, yeah, <laughs> you know, he's like, nah, he'll put his body on the line. Yeah, so I think that's what it is. But even like, so LBJ, do you think he's considering retiring now? Because they said he played through these last things injured. Yeah, right, and. I want to say this is probably like the first year you've seen LeBron miss out so much right. from the injuries. Now, they're weighing his toe. I know he he said it's his dream to play with Brownie and stuff like in the league and all the above, but what do you think? Retirement or no? You know what? Because his son's got to, his son's only got to do one year in, in USC. In, in, in US, right? USC. Yeah. And then he's eligible. Yeah, I think he. I, I think he might push it. You think I, think, he, I think he might push it one more year, maybe it, maybe two, because he's still. I mean, this, he has to do despite, two. Despite the injuries, yes, he's still one of the more physical players in the game right now. Right, you know what I mean, and right. he's still because, dominant. Because my thing stuff is that if he was playing hurt, like I. Playoffs is a different beast. I right. tell everybody that all the time. I said that from like watching NBA. Playoffs is a different beast. Because even John Morant, like, he fucked up his hand. Yeah. And I want to say for that time off for those few games, he came back and legit that same night, he fell right on the hand. Like, yeah, I see him hit the ground and shake his hand and stuff in pain and all that type of stuff. And I'm like, but they yeah. just play through these I things. Play, and these things it. might actually, you do more harm than you are doing good. It's because you're thinking like, oh, the off season is just here. Yeah. But... Your bodies, right? John yeah. Moran is a lot, be, a lot younger. Yeah, to kind of want to say, I'm gonna say resilient and bounce back because I don't know the degree of his like his his ailment or his status. Right, but I feel like we're not young Thundercats no more, and LeBron and I are no. the same age. Yeah, right. So I look at it where some things must be kind of different. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to one of my boys and stuff, and I'm like, yo, let's go out and stuff for there for a hot minute, whatever, for some drinks or some shit. He's like, sure, no doubt, and then. I think like when another friend and I pulled up at his spot, they was there and his wife beat her and stuff for like with his pants on. So I'm like, oh, you're not ready? He's like, nah, I was. I'm just out here stretching because I was my feeling muscle tightness in my back. That's not athlete shit, whatever. I was like, right. right. I was like, we're old people, man. No, we the are. Age is a thing. And like a lot of NBA players and stuff like of the past don't really give too many years like that, right? No. So Kudos to him. And I think a lot of people still, well, you know, you're always going to be LeBron haters regardless. But because even one of the OGs at work, he works in, um, he's a manager. He went down the hall. He's like, hey, can someone get Marvin a broomstick? Because I saw what happened to the Lakers last night. I was like, <laughs> uh, dirtbag. 
So yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yo, let me ask you. Um, I don't know if you you know about Glenn Kuiper. No. So Glenn Kuiper was one of the Oakland Athletics, o- Oakland A's. Um, damn, do they still call Oakland? A- they're, they're they're Oakland Athlet- A's, athletics. but athletics yeah. is. The OG people. <laughs> I think the young people just know it's Oakland A's. Yeah, they just know the A's. They don't know what the A stands for, what the A means, what the significance of the A's is. See, yeah. I'm getting too old for this. Yeah. Um, he said the N-word. I want to say three weeks ago, three, four weeks ago and stuff like that. Right? right. And he got suspended a little bit after that because it made headlines, especially mm. in the sports world. Yeah. They, find, they just recently fired him and stuff. I want to say, uh, I believe like Past Friday Okay so they Got to the point Where he, he was fired over it mm-hmm. Okay So I'm about to say Like he's probably One of the first of many Yeah Or possibly Just a bootleg example But do you think They're still canceling people For saying the n-word I don't think so Cause like If this is the new trend I would love to see it Because Even in the sports world I Dom Iamis I don't know If they're If they're Canceling, canceling people for, for the firing. Are they firing? Well, you're seeing this guy just. This got, guy got fired, yeah. but it took okay. three weeks for them to fire okay. him. So, the TV host, right? Which TV host? The one that that the the the, the older white lady. That when they were talking about Snoop Dogg, she said for shizzle my nizzle. Did they end up firing her? I don't even know who that is. You never heard about that? No. Nah. So okay, so there was um. I think it was either a, a news anchor or a talk show. And they were talking about Snoop Dogg, right? Mm-hmm. Some something in regards to Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. And the guy was talking, right? And then she was one of the pa- she was one of the people on the panel, I guess. Pa- paneled by desk, right? Yeah. And and she goes, and she said, for shizzle my nizzle, mm-hmm. but she was just she was just saying it as an ex- as as a Snoop Dogg expression. Yeah, right. Right? Not knowing. She's saying, yeah, for sure, my, my nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? So then she caught she caught flack for that. So Ooh. I think she ended I'm, I'm not sure if they ended up. I think she did get suspended, but I'm not sure if she got fired for it. Right. Yeah. That and that was maybe that was about maybe a month ago. Because I feel like, okay. Now, this might be a rumor, but allegedly I heard somebody like somebody else I I know works in another healthcare facility. Right. And they were saying, let's say the person who got fired was talking to somebody of like um, the LGBT community. Right. Right. And when things start getting heated up between them, like call the person F word that rhymes a maggot. Right. Right. Said that now. Instant termination. Mm. And when they were telling me, I'm like, like, oh, damn, that's crazy. But they said there's been several incidences of, because they've been working at this facility for like, let's say about like seven years. Okay. And they said there's been several incidences, like they or not several, maybe like just two. Right. Incidences of where another nurse and another nurse was about to go, was going at it. They were yelling. Yeah. And then say the black nurse said, you, you know, you know, cracker ass cracker. The nurse responded with N word. Right. Right. Still remain kept a job. Got mm. got spoken to, got disciplined. Right, right, right. Still a job. Yeah. 
And once they figure out who instigated everything and stuff, they kind of just move units. Right? right. They move them to separate units of stuff to work on. And it happened to, and she said it happened to a guy too. The guy, he was actually just minding his, he, he was, he, they said he was listening to the music where he was. And when he was with his head down, listening to music and stuff, whatever, they startled him. Right. Hmm. And he, they started him, but he was listening to a song and stuff, whatever. And then he's like, he said, he's, he's just saying it. So he was there like, no, 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 Like, hey, Glenn, huh, nigga, what, what, what? They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, no, no. Just listen to the music. Listen to the music. Listen to the music. Right. Like, that was part of the case. Right. Like, he was like, I was listening to the music. I was in the zone. Didn't expect nobody to kind of come up to me and stuff like that. I don't mean any ill will. This is what I listen to. If yeah. You check. Yeah. And I think he tried to go to like a Spotify or whatever streaming platform. Like, Hardcore hip hop. This is what I listen to. Yeah, cut me some slack. <laughs> yeah, be like, you're not dark enough on the knee graph. <laughs> so we're gonna have to bring a stern talking to and stuff again. No firing. Right. This, the situation with Glenn Kuiper. Yeah, is shocking to me. It's brand new to me because I've never seen this so far. Even with, after all the George Floyd's. You know, the racial incidents and stuff the past few things we've been going through the past few years? Yeah. When's the last time you heard somebody getting fired and getting reprimanded and stuff for the N-word? Yeah. Yeah. Not, not Do you think there. this is the first of many? Like a trend? of future trend? I, th or? I think so. We're there now. I think we're there now. I think we're really there. Well, but I mean, right now, you don't even have to say it. You can say nizzle. <laughs> You'd be reprimanded. If like let's say let's say someone outside of the north outside of the the community that you're used to, correct, right, mm -hmm. feels that next week Tuesday you're going to say something about the community. You haven't said it yet, mm -hmm. but the fact that they feel threatened that you're going to say it, you can get charged for that. They don't have to show up in court. You don't get to face your accuser, but they can accuse you for something that you have not done yet. So if, 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 if they're allowing you to do that, if they're allowing them to do that, oh yeah, yeah. The, the, any slight of offense is going to be a problem. That's not fair. Not, not at all. Fair. Not at all. That's not fair because they can make up a whole situation. That's the that's what it is. That's the law in Canada right now. It's it's already in the UK, right? Mm -hmm. There's a there's a um, there's a video footage of a police officer going to a guy in the UK's house. Oh, right? oh okay. To arrest him, right? What he posted on social media, right? The guy's arguing with the cop, saying he reposted. What somebody else posted. Why is that person not being arrested? The cop said no. Because the person who reported you. Because they felt threatened from you posting it. Mm. So now if you could just get arrested for reposting something. <laughs> bro, they're not going to take anything lightly now. It's, it's, we're at that. We're there. We're there. We're there. Okay. So we're there. Okay, well, I, I hope they champion this energy and stuff were across the board. It's got to be across the board. <clears throat> it's got to be across the board. Same thing. Okay, uh, again, um, this week, I can't remember the, the black soccer player. 
he's playing in a Spanish league mm-hmm. right now, and his whole thing is. Oh, like, I see him. He has like a hat on fade. Yeah, yeah and the whole it. thing is like, yo, I get racially insulted every game that I play. Overpass, they got a black mannequin just up like me hanging, right? Mm-hmm. So what is what are they trying to do now? They're trying to they're they're, they're finding fans. And ban- they, but they've been banning fans to come they, in. They've been banning them, but now they're now they're now they're finding them. But it still doesn't make a difference. It's still gonna continue. What you really what they have with so what one guy suggested suggested is said, no, you make the you make the team lose money. Or you just you just walk off. The, these players should just walk off. It's, it's, How a, a question? How would the team make lose money? Like, make, make, like, are we finding the team? Like the so let's say I go to Smooth Stadium, right, 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 and I'm on the visiting team. Your spectators and stuff now just called me for your your club and stuff. Whatever has called me every kind of coon and monkey and throwing bananas on the field because they've done that before in Germany. Right, right. That was the thing that pissed me off. I'm like, well, I can't support soccer. Right, right. They're doing all of that. Who's getting that fine? You're saying the team? Yeah, saying the, saying the so team. You, so your team right. is going to eat this. Anybody involved should get, should get fined. Because I agree. They're saying that it's the only way we're going to get it to stop. Right? It's like, sure you, okay, sure you, you, you find a fan, right? Sure you penalize a team. Bro, these teams are in the millions of millions of millions of dollars. What's a five thousand? What's a ten thousand? What's a twenty thousand dollar fine to them? They eat that, right? Right. So that's not going to change anything, right? So dude was like, no. What they literally have to do is like walk, walk the entire team, walk. So right, this is going to be ain't no game plan. Because it's the only way to stop. They people need no money. I heard those soccer hooligans are a different kind of fans. Yeah, they different. They I heard are they, different. I heard they different kind of fans. These people and stuff, whatever, like they they move like I guess the hockey folks win playoffs and win championships, pushing over cars, rioting, fucking wanks, tossers, and all that. Yeah. They are different. Yo, they had to they had to reinforce a couple stadiums, man, because stadiums would collapse. That's how rowdy they would get. Yeah, I seen something like yeah. that. Whatever, like, yeah, like a whole section. Yeah, collapses. just collapse because people were just like jumping yes. up and. Get... Fun times, fun times. Yo, tell me something. Name a sport where no one really questions the goat. When no one ever questions the goat, like if I tell you and stuff in boxing, Muhammad Ali is the greatest boxer of all time. You might say Mike Tyson. Yeah, we're questioning the goat. If I say LeBron, you say Jordan, we're questioning the GOAT for basketball. Was I there think, a sport where we I don't... think hockey. I don't think anybody questions. We're not questioning, questioning We're not questioning, questioning I don't, Gretzky. Gretzky, I don't Gretzky think... is that guy. Yeah I, yeah. I can agree to that. Yeah. I can fully agree to that. Yeah. Yes. Gretzky's that guy. And there's, and there's been so much amazing hockey players that came after. after. You got the Crosby's. Mary we got Mew, uh, Avengers, yeah. You got like a lot of really, really good but they, hockey players. They don't hold the flame to no. That's interesting. And just think of how, how many great hockey players before Wayne Gretzky, right? Like um, the Gordy Howes. I'm about to say Gordy Howe. Um, the the uh, uh, Rocket Richard. Well, what's um Brett Hall's father? Uh, 
But his pops and stuff, whatever was in there. So like he felt and but he was still a Brett Hall was still playing around when Gretzky right before Gretzky retired and stuff, whatever yeah. too, right? But we you're right. But no, no one you're ever right. questions. We don't question we don't question that when it comes to hockey. Question, no, when it comes to hockey. Gretzky. Yeah, because I'm about to say every sport, like you think Pele is the greatest I, to you? To me. But, the, the, but then but people, people make question. arguments with, for Maradona. People make arguments for Ronaldo. People make arguments for, for Messi. And he just won his first FIFA. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> four that we just see. There's four we just rattled off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, let me ask you. I wonder if it's like that. In I'm trying to think of racing. Schumacher? Michael Schumacher. It's Formula One. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly. Because... And I think... I, I'm, and I'm only saying slightly too because I don't really know that world. I don't know that world too much, yeah. but I remember like that... Uh, I forget what it was called. Like, um... It's just, uh, Thor. Helms... Hems- Chris Hemsworth? Hemsworth. Him and... He has some racing movie and they're talking about him and some other guy, like whatever his character was. Right. And there's another racer called Nikki Lauder. Oh, I think I seen that just not too long ago. Oh, the racing movie. Right. right? Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, they must have been the goats because they made a full movie right. on the on goats. Go- right. Yes. Whatever. Right. And they didn't even mention Michael Schumacher. Right. Because that was, that was like before his time. Yeah. Not only think it was, was it Formula One? That he did that movie? It was? I, I feel like it was. I don't think it was a thing because Days of Thunder is like a Tom Cruise and that's NASCAR. That's NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so maybe it was for, Formula. I think it was Le Mans. I think it was even specific. I think it was Le Mans. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Because I think it was It was like, it was just Nicky Lauda and someone else. Right. And I think Nicky Lauda is the one, is the one that got to the massive wreck. Mm. And they kind of like, you know, disfigured and everything like that. But mm-hmm. we always question the GOATs and stuff. In every other sport, but hockey, true and true, we we've clapped. See, it's hard though when you when you think about the sport. I was gonna say uh, golf, Jack Nicholson. I would say Tiger. You would say Tiger. I'd say Tiger and stuff like in in even even now. Mm-hmm. I want to say with Tiger in his prime, doing all of that and still still, I want to say coming back from the marriage situation. To the car accident situation right, or something right. like that, whatever. Like, yo, your focus. See, the reason why I I say I and Jack I would Nichols? say and I would say Tiger. Like to me, he he's a better player. Mm-hmm. But the fact that after him coming back, he couldn't make, make, uh, win those tournaments to reach the level of a Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Kind of kept Jack Nicholson at, at that stratosphere for me. Gotcha. I feel like Jack Nicholson and stuff whatever was like straight consistent. But I feel like once the war knew who Tiger Woods was, yeah. Like, yo, Jack Nickel who? Mm. A good portion of the people and everything yeah. like that. It, you'd it, have to it, be it, like it, golf. You'd have to really know into golf. It. But yeah, to yeah. understand. Okay. Into it. Right? So that's why I look at it as I was like, see, we're questioning the ghosts in like a lot of sports. Like in baseball, there's tons of things. Well, I was about like to say. Cy Young. Because... That Cy Young record is never moving. Right? I was just about to say tennis. Give it a give it a buck. Serena. Ser- yeah, okay. On the women's side, I'll say Serena too. But on the men's side, 
you're sexist like that. No, I'm fucking with you. I think, I think for for the men's side of stuff, yeah, it's debatable. It's debatable. It's debatable. Yeah, it's definitely debatable. Because it, you you're gonna one person might say Agassi, one might say McEnroe, one person might say Federer, yeah, one might say Nadal, yeah. Like it's just you got these names constantly bouncing and stuff like that, right? But for the, for the women, yeah, no, you're not questioning Serena. Serena. You shouldn't question because I think Serena. I don't like the, let's say the whatever how many greats let's, I think it's like let's say Serena makes like the top thirty five like in the thirty five greats mm-hmm. and she's beaten thirty of the of top thirty five yeah right yeah so now it leaves her and four more and the four more retired retired before, before she, she made it before right she made it so goat yeah look different now light skin. But goat, you know, yeah. I don't know. I guess Mexican you did goat. Well, because look, look at Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa was knocking the bitches out of the park when he was dark. But you got if you're gonna register him as a goat, and then you see, is, is that white skin Sammy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To Serena back in the day, to the Serena now, and then somebody's like, "Oh, you're just knocking on a black woman." And I'm like, "No, I'm not knocking on a black woman. Black black woman knocked down her skin tone. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all." But I was like, ah, what do I know? What do what I do know? know? What do you know? Let me ask you. Um, is restraint difficult to learn? And the reason, like, there's, I feel like a lot of, like, mm. all right, McEnroe. Right. Let's use McEnroe as an example. If McEnroe didn't have his fucking way, yeah, he where's up. that tennis racket going? He blow up. In somebody's face, somewhere else on the, on the court? Yeah. And I realized and stuff that Again, um, this is pertaining to the lovely generation of the the Gen Zs, aka the Jenners. That's what I like to call them. Mm. I feel like restraint is not really their forte. No, right? Communication is for sure. Yeah, they'll let you know, like, Yo, I am triggered. This is not my day. I'm not feeling this ASAP. But I feel like restraint in certain amount of people, or like in today's people in the Western world. Is very very like non-existent. I could say that I I could agree to that. Okay, why do you think restraint is hard to learn? Is restraint hard to learn? I don't think it's hard to learn. I, feel like I believe a- people feel like they don't need to, <laughs> to 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 exhibit it. I, that's how I personally feel. I think I think some people can do it. They just don't give a fuck to do it. Really? Yeah. I don't think, I, you know, and I don't want to shit on people. I'm so optimistic, but I look at it as where, what if they never learned it? Like, because I want to say for me, right? I've heard countless things stuff about restraint. If you have nothing nice to say, don't, don't say, say it. Um, don't talk bad about people when they're not around. You know what I'm saying? Like there's certain things stuff like, um, oh, tact. Right. The word tact in itself. Yeah. Stuff like that. Don't blow a gasket. Um, what's the what's the, I'm doing a pony thing shit too. Hold your horses. Hold your horses. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's tons of things to tell you about your restraint. But about your restraint. And I'm not saying that those principles or those teachings and stuff have died off, but I feel like looking at modern people today, yeah, it's like it's non-existent. I saw a thing today, don't know if it's legit, but there's a spot. In Toronto, um, work with me, bear with me. Is it Thorncliffe? Thorncliffe, yeah. It is called Thorncliffe. Yay, I'm, I'm Torontonian. Or Tarana. 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 You don't pronounce the last Tarana. T. I don't know the fuck why when it's there, but 
in Thorncliffe now, there was a, I guess like a building set, like a kind of like an apartment area. Yeah. It was like a whole bunch of, um, like a, it's like a playground. So like mad kids out and everything. Okay. Somebody with no restraint felt comfortable to post like the kids like out playing and with the families and everything. Is this Toronto, Tirana? Hmm. Or is this India, Pakistan, or Afghanistan? How do you feel that comfortable to say some shit like that, even on the social? And 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 this is you can think it. And this is and this is what and this is what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think that person did not know better, right? And I think if that person wanted to, mm-hmm. they could have just not posted it. But they don't care mm, to I exhibit see, see. restraint. I see, I see where you're going. I you see, see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, no. I can say this. I know when I say it, it's going to ruffle a lot of feathers and cause some, maybe cause some people pain. But I don't give a shit. I'm going to say it anyway. I know I probably shouldn't say it. Mm-hmm. But I don't give a shit. I'm going to say it anyway. And, and that's what I mean. It's like, you can. I don't think restraints are a hard thing because it's, it's a simple matter of you doing it or you're not doing it. Pretty much. Yeah. So if you do well it. Well said. Well said. Yeah, you're right. Either yeah. you're doing it or you're not. Either you're doing it or you're not, doing, you're not doing it. So the fact that you're doing it yeah. means that you wanted to do it. Facts. Right? It's just you wanted to do it. Facts. Yeah, you're right. That's... that's... It's very sad though, because I look at it where I'm I feel like I should be more when you said it, so many things went through my head. It was like a kaleidoscope of things and stuff, whatever. I feel like if I had altercations with certain people, right. I feel like I oh I should give them like a, a golden star or something like that, because they chose to probably practice restraint, to probably not go further on some things, right? Like right. I look at it, all right. Check this. The other day, I'm making a left turn and somebody's getting ready to make the right turn. Right. Right? It's two lanes. Yeah. So there's two lanes. So I'm I'm going to turn into the far left lane and they're supposed to turn into the right lane to right. make their right turn and stuff, whatever, right? I'm driving now. So I make the turn. I see them. They turn the indicator on. But this motherfucker is steady trying to come into like the side of the car. So I honk the horn and stuff, whatever. Then he sped up and then he tried to cut me off and everything like that, right? So he's giving a finger. So where he he needed to turn was right immediately there. So his thing and stuff is like, he needs to turn immediately to the right lane, but just move directly to the left to make the left turn and stuff. But so there was cars coming. So I slowed the fuck down. Right. Right. Could have practiced restraint my damn self. Right. Yeah. I knew it. Because again, it's just classic road rage shit, whatever. But because there was a park taxi. Yeah. It was a park taxi and stuff, whatever. There, I had to slow down anyway, because he's now cutting off the area on the left lane, yeah. the taxi's blocking up the right lane, so now I have to maneuver slow. So when I slow down, my windows is down. It's toasty outside now. I'm looking at something like, hey, yo, you know it's two lanes, right? Right. You know it's supposed to be two lanes and stuff like that. I turn, you turn. Or if in case you didn't know how to drive. Yeah. Right? The guy, because I, I did two lanes like this, whatever, and he's like, what do you want me to do? I need to make the left, whatever. I'm like, slow the fuck down and let me go past. Yeah. Right? And then when I drove off, I was like, asshole. Then I'm looking like, damn, I didn't need to say shit to do. Like, I didn't need to say anything. No. Yeah. But it's just that, like, 
I've been practicing restraint for a long time. You know, that's one of my weaknesses. When I'm trying to turn it into a strength. Yeah, yeah. Right? But yeah. I was like, damn, I felt bad. <laughs> so I was like, white dude, too possibly European. You could have said all types of moolies, niggers, yeah. this, that, and the third. He yeah. did it. Yeah. He did it. Yeah. So I was like, when you're saying it, I was like, fuck. If I see the guy, sorry about that. <laughs> like, hey, it was, come on, you see me. When I'm driving with the car and I got wifey and kids and someone's like, why'd you honk him? Why'd you, dad, honk him, honk him. I'm like, why? It's like, the act is done already. Yeah, but you're, you're a sage though. You're a, you're a sage that lives in a mountain though. Yeah, the act is done already. It's yeah, like, it, you're right. The act, the act is done. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it, it might be difficult because I know this. Yeah. I have the theory. Like so many of the situations, I practice the theory and stuff like that very through and through. Like I, I know the theory, put it in practicum, it works. Right. This situation, this week and stuff, just, whatever. I just, just, and, and I was like, I'm like, when's the last time I ever, and I didn't even said it, like, on, on my drive. Right. I was like, when's the last time I actually yelled at fucking somebody and stuff, like, legit. Right. Driving. Like, yeah. I might honk a horn, be like, yo, like, move up, the lights change. Right. But it's nothing, like, intense. And even one day, I honked, and somebody gave me the finger. If you, if you can think back to that day, right? Yeah. This day was Wednesday, by the way. <laughs> so last Wednesday. Was there anything that you can think that have, may have happened prior in the day to kind of almost set you up for that mood? No. Okay. So I and, and so I thought about all of that, like continuing on to my drag. I'm looking like, damn. It was an easy peasy, beautiful cover girl kind of day. Right. Um, like I want to say, worst case scenario, I know that morning I was. So we, we, we clock in with finger, like finger scan. Okay. I clocked in a little bit later because when I came in, I was talking to somebody and stuff and they kind of attacked me for like work shit. Right. So when I came in, they're like, oh, Mark, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, do this. Oh, but this, blah, 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 blah. And so all of that, I was like, shit, I got to go clock in. Right. So then that kind of held me back. And not, with my job, if you come in late, so I started at eight. Right. You come in at 8, you leave at 4. Right. You come in at 8.04, you leave at 4.04. Okay. Whenever, right? Didn't really have too many things and stuff going on, like in the Wednesday evening and stuff like that, but I was just kind of like, oh shit, everybody done kind of mosey, all right, one one wave of people to mosey that 4. Yeah. Motherfuckers is here like twiddling thumbs and stuff. They're like, oh my God. <laughs> Because <laughs> I even, I even said, extra four minutes. Yeah, because I, and you know, the funny thing too, one day I, I said, it happened to me before, and I said to my boss and stuff, whatever, I was like, yo, by any chance, can I take like a 15 minute, no, can I, can I use the, the time that I was late and take that from my vacation bank? Right. And they're like, unfortunately, we can only take um, 30 minutes from your vacation bank. Ah. Uh, whatever, right? right? So basically, you're going to take 30 minutes from your vacation bank to, Recoup like what seven minutes? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, fuck that. How <laughs> <laughs> would you just take the thirty minutes and slowly just break it down every time? Yeah, you know what I mean, just ba- take take the seven and bank the other twenty three. You know what I mean? Just you're, bank you're, the other twenty. You're not only good looks. I'm yeah, gonna say that next time. I'm gonna say that next time. Yeah, you're damn right, man. They won't let me be free, man. They won't let me nah, live, man. They don't like, they they like me... you being great, man. Nah, they don't, don't like you being marvelous. Be great, man. They don't like you being marvelous. Oh, I've always wanted to talk about this on the podcast. I don't know why. This is just it just came to me. Like I said, the mm. fucking road rage thing spent so much. Right. I want you to fully clarify for myself 
and our listeners and the viewers when you said you are allowed to be anything you want in this world except right. (laughs) (laughs) Go! (laughs) Today is your shine, not your average, folks. Today, as I sit here as an albino Bengal tiger, Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, okay, I, I gotta get where this is going now. Go ahead. <sighs> Go ahead. I would just like to say, you know, along a few things in revolving COVID, I'd like to say I told you so because there's now. Give me an example of one of the things for COVID. The shot? The vax? The side... Well, well, first and foremost... Okay, go ahead. I'll let you cook. I'll let you cook. The COVID virus Mm -hmm. is nothing... Obviously, we know it's nothing new, right? Mm -hmm. But a lot of people don't know. It's been researched since 1967. 1966, actually. Right? In 2002 mm-hmm. was they, they first figured out that they can mutate it and manipulate it. Right. And Pfizer actually has a vaccine from 2002. Interesting. Right. So now <laughs> this, this rapid response not so rapid after all. It's been in the works for a good while. So there's, I've got the term the doctor used. That was 2000 and... Which doctor? Uh, Some doctor online? No, it was... Uh, Fauci? During uh, one of the, con- the, the con- conventional hearings or congressional hearings. Okay. This, the doctor's talking. I'll, I'll, I'll play it for you after. But he said, I think it was in 2002, he, he, gave, he gave this term, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, for those who don't understand the term, basically what it basically means is it's weaponizing. This, this, so they basically weaponized it, got the, got the patent for it, right? Then after they got the patent for for it the year after was the first SARS outbreak okay so this is 2003 2000 so the congressional thing was two, 2002 and then following year no 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 this was he. this congressional thing is going on now he's just telling you oh from the timeline from the, yeah he's okay. giving he's giving you the timeline gotcha, so gotcha. he's saying so he was born in 1967 1966 is when they first discovered the the, the corona the, the coronavirus yeah he's saying by the by 89 or or it was either 89 or 98 the universities were already doing the transatlantic thing so so they were it, it was first with the UK mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that they were doing research with the gain of gain of function stuff right so it's really it's it's nothing it's nothing new it's like the way dude was saying it was like he's like Basically, these papers, the cited papers, 
right? And it's not it's not just from like Pfizer or the the drug companies goes no these are doctors who are basically saying the influenza virus which they knew at the time when they when when Pfizer made the original virus mm. all these papers were citing it from from he said from 20 20 I think 2009 he said to 2018 all the researches that was done on it do they already knew that the um the vaccine was ineffective mm-hmm. because it's because the, the COVID virus is so malleable, mm-hmm. right? It mutates so quickly. It's it replicates. There's no remix in China now, right? Yeah. So yeah. He, he's saying they, but he's saying they knew all of this, mm-hmm. right? But they still face advising you all of this, but they still pushed it like this vaccine is going to work. This vaccine is the end all, be all, right? I can't be right about this stuff. I'm just saying that I'm an albino. Bengal tiger. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and the rest, we're back. The rest of you guys go look up yourself. And we're back. <laughs> but yeah. even with saying in front of me stands a biological male. Right. Right? If that person does not identify being a biological male, I'm wrong. Facts. So you can be everything in this world. Except right. Except right. Well said. Yeah. I have to agree. I just, I, it's, it's too true. When you, said it to, when you said it the first time, I was like, wait, what? Am I high? <laughs> the first thing I said, I was like, what? Mm. <laughs> you know, ever seen that meme yeah, with the yeah. lady was she tasted something? Like, it was like one of those. I was like, "Yeah, you're not right." Like, like I feel like you, you, you're, you're not right. You see, you know what you know. You know what you know. You have proof. Yeah. And they're like, no, you're still wrong. You, but that feels like it feels like, like the whole world's kind of gaslighting a person's like rationale and their their thought process and stuff, right? Because I look at it stuff as like, excuse me, say, sir, 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 excuse me? Did I tell you I was a sir? Be like, and it's like a danger, it's a dangerous precedence that's being well, set. It is. It's, it's, it's very, it's very, it's, and it's, like, I was talking about the, the, the genders, like the Gen Z kids and stuff, whatever, right? Like right. I look at it stuff as like, okay, they're more outspoken than the previous generations. So like with them coming out, it's kind of like in a collective, and much as you have the echo and the fact of like social medias, them saying what they need to say on these platforms and stuff is just making this noise. And if somebody comes out and tell you stuff like, hey, I am this, let's say the amount of likes and retweets or whatever the hell that might go with it, you say like, "Mm, no, you're not. Hater, all kinds of like they—they they come for you. Forget it. They come for you. No, think of it this way, yo. You've been if somebody catches somebody out there, right? Mm-hmm. With underage children, and they call him a pedophile, and he says, "No, wait a minute." 
I identify as a 12 year old girl. Look at politicians say he identifies as a black woman. I identify as a 12 year old girl. You're harming me because you're not allowing me to interact with other 12 year old girls. You need to put me in a situation where I can interact with other 12-year-old girls. What are you going to say? You can be anything you want. You might be right. (laughs) (laughs) It sets a really bad precedent, man. Yes, sir. Yes, it does. Yes, true indeed. It sets a really bad precedent. Okay. All right. Let's get to the question of the week. Question of the week. You ready for the question of the I'm week? Ready. Are prayers equivalent to wishes? Hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. I would say. A prayer Mm -hmm. is wishing for someone to do something for you. Or is wishing for your deity to do something for you. Boom! God's a genie. I I would say, yeah. You're praying, you're asking for something. You're asking for How much different is that from wishing for something? You're asking. Wishing, you're just, you're throwing it out there. Mm -hmm. Praying. You're directing it. You're directing it. Yeah, you're right. Because you can just have like a... Because I always look... Okay, look at the genie situation and stuff whatever, right? When you're not focused on the question, like are you seen tons of genie movies and things and stuff where they're like... They'll say some shit like, oh, uh, I wish they can do... Like, I wish somebody would just smarten up and pick something. And it's like, oh, wish granted. Yeah. But like, no, 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 no. That wasn't a wish. That wasn't a wish. Was a, they're was like, a... you directed it. Yeah, yeah. To this way. Yeah. It was answered. Yeah. You wasted the wish. Mm-hmm. So I look at it stuff as like, yeah, if you're saying like, hell, I wish I was a little bit taller, but I was a baller. It's different from like, you're going on your hands and knees, like in a temple somewhere, you know? Right. And you're talking to your, your deity. Right. And you're like, I wish I get this job. You know? And then if you get the job, wish granted. <laughs> That's my I dream of genie. <laughs> Twinkle your nose two times. So, the guy's a genie. My favorite genie. Next to Robin Williams. R.I.P. 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 All right. We are here. We are. Oh. Let's get to the first Axe of Sons. First Axe of Sons come from Weed Fee 69. Fitting. Mm. Fitting. Mm-hmm. Who is not black that you would give them an N-world pass to? Was not black? Yeah, that you would get him an N-word pass to say the N-word. <laughs> oh, Fat Joe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to say Andrew Schultz. You give Schultz a pass? I'll give Schultz a pass. I'll give Schultz a pass. Yeah, you give Schultz a pass? I'll give Schultz a pass. You know, you know what's so great about Schultz? To me... You can throw him in some settings and they'll have the racist residue on it. It's not racist, but it just feels like it. Yeah, yeah. 
And then you, but then because you know it's a comedian and it's dark humor, yeah. you run with it. Yeah. Right? So I remember one time, I, I, it wasn't him, it was someone else telling me something. Oh, you like shows? I'm like, yeah, I love shows and stuff. But it's like, yo, I heard some, some guy, he cracked a joke and stuff, whatever. And he's like, my idol's Andrew Schultz. Don't hold it against me. The man, this is the joke. There was a blackout. Right. And the cop shot him. That's good. That's good. Right. So I was looking I'm like, whoa, whoa. Slippery slope. I see it. I see it. Slippery. I like the the, I like the one. I think I sent the clip in the in the in the, the group chat. The mm. one the the um the blackface. Who Schultz? Schultz yeah. said it? No, what do you what do you say? I'm trying to remember. When he's talking about he goes, um oh, people are always shitting on um white people doing the whole blackface thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And he goes. He's pointing at all the black people. You don't let people do blackface, right? You don't like doing black people. Oh, it's the army shit. Right. He goes, he goes, now, if I'm in the army. (laughs) And we're in Iraqistan. (laughs) We're in Iraqistan. (laughs) And he said, we're doing a black op mission 1 a.m. in the morning. Right. Your face is okay for this mission. Mine on the other (laughs) hand, you're going to want me in blackface. (laughs) You got a point. I said, you got it. You got a point. It's a valid point. You got a point. We're going to have to get this mission done. I need to get back to my family. You need to get back to your peoples. Yeah. Put the black face on. Yeah. That's the only time I'll accept black face. That's the only time I'll take it. Unless Schultz has another angle to point at that bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (sighs) Pat Joe, why Fat Joe? Fat Joe, they claim that Fat Joe, J Lo, and them, and and French Montana claim they're Afro Latino and they're black and they're not black. I don't see nothing. It I, I see no black in them. No Afro no, 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 no. But they, 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 they constantly say this nigga word and stuff. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I give you an official pass. Right, right. Just acknowledge the stuff because I'm like, if you're saying you're Afro, here's my thing. Oh, forget this movie. So old movie. I think it was black and white too. Back in the day. The color of my affection or the color of my love or something like that, where basically the mom was black, mm. the daughter was white, right. right? Or the daughter was mixed, but she looks more predominantly white. Right. And the daughter didn't claim the mom in certain certain circles. Okay. So the mom was always there, like present, like even I think one day she forgot her lunch when she was younger and stuff like that. And she brought she I can't even bring my daughter some. Her lunch. Right. Everyone's like, uh, no black kids go to this school, lady. Because it's way yeah. back in the day. Yeah. She's like, no, there she is. And they're like, you're like, uh, your maid said that she's your mom. And everybody's like, ah, and it's legit the girl's mom. And she's embarrassed to claim the mom. Right. The mom's fully black. Right. In that circle, in that setting, she's not claiming the mom. I won't ruin the end of the movie and stuff if anybody want to watch it. But basically, eventually. Yeah. She, you know, yeah, yeah. start, you know, owning up to what, what it is and stuff like that. And I was like, it's so funny that when they're in circles and stuff, I hear Fat Joe like, niggas be doing this, niggas be doing that. You like way off on this knee graph right here. You like, show me your mom, show me your pops. Like if they were dark skinned enough to say, okay, your granny was this. But if they like, why the snow? Nah, dog. Yeah, nah. Nah, nah. Yeah. yeah. I, so I would give, like I said, Fat Joe would, Fat Joe. Now, I like Fat Joe now more than I do like him and stuff as a rapper. Right. And I'll tell you why. Because I feel like he's been through some generational shit. I know Fat Joe from the Twins deep cover shit from like what? 
92, 94, mm-hmm. that time, to still be running the rap game and stuff we're in the 2023s and stuff, whatever. Right. That's good. Yeah. That's yeah. a good test of time. That's yeah. a good stretch of time for people that needs to know who you be. Mm-hmm. Right? And his own collection of his own personal hits and all that type of stuff as well. That's why I would give him the pass. Mm. Okay. Uh, Rhythm is a cat. Has the next question. What do you think the biggest mistake people make in relationships? What do you think is the biggest mistake that people make in relationships? Hmm. Not trying to understand another person's weakness. I think that's the biggest thing. Because if I know you're weak in this, yeah. then I can know like, okay, I'm assuming if this is your weak weakness, right. this is the probably like the lowest you can get. And every all the other great shit and stuff I can I can clap and be grateful for. Yeah. Men's problem, average men's problem, I think, is like we're complacent. If we're, you know, we're used to doing some things. I don't want to say routine, but it's kind of like you're comfortable. If you're comfortable, like how things are running and stuff like that, no change needed. Right. But that's a problem. Right. If you're with a woman now where women, I feel like they get bored easily. So, and again, remember one time we were talking about if the neighbor across the street was barbecuing with their shirt off and shit like that. Be like, why you on barbecue with your shirt off? Be like, the fuck that got to do with me? Right. He's trying to lose a nipple with the barbecue grill. Yeah. And I want to make sure I still have everything when I get naked for you. Yeah. It's, they're letting you know like they need more. They need more stuff. But if if you, as, even as a woman, I look as a, as a woman, you have to look at stuff and say to yourself like, yo, my man don't like to do too much. Right. My man might be like on a chill kind of, or understand who the fuck he might be. Right. Yeah. Right. Then don't go asking for things and stuff that might be beyond his range and then vice versa. Understand that as man, if you know that your woman likes to go out, whatever, like that, like, what was it Bruno? I should have bought you flowers. Buy your fucking flowers. If buying flowers is not your thing, this might not be the woman for you. Right. I feel like understanding that aspect of stuff, the, 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 the dichotomy between those two, yeah. like, will probably solve a lot of issues. Why do you want to go here? Why do you want to do this? I'm bored. I want something new. I want variety. I want spice. It's boring. Spontan- spontaneity. Yeah. And he'd be like, all you want to do is just chill. Yo, I bust my ass. I've worked. I helped build. I, I, I saw, I put this up and everything like that. You still want more from me? Yeah. yeah. You get what I'm saying? I get it. That. Yeah, that. What about you? Uh, I want to say, um, find out someone's love language. Ooh, I can I echo that. Yeah. yeah. Love language is big. Yeah. I think um I move different in my relationships because I've under I, I learned you've, you've, love you've languages. Learned, yeah. 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 I think that's you know, you, you probably pull half the relationships out there, they probably don't even understand what love language is, the concept of love language. So I think getting an understanding and understanding your person, your 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 Others love language, that should be one of the priorities. What okay, so let me ask you this. Um, to the veteran couples and stuff out there that let's say the ones who are, yeah, 30 years to 50 years and everything like that, striving along and stuff, do you think they should be learning about love languages now? Even if they didn't, but they're still their relationship has proved like the test of time. Yeah. Like no relationship is easy or perfect. But they've been putting in this time and they never learned, let's say they never learned the love language thing. Yeah. 
before? Do you think that they need to learn this? Do you now? know what? I, I think I think with standing the test of time, I think they might have learned part of it. I don't think they without learned. grasping like the main right, concept. Yeah, yeah. They just have the ideology. Yeah, the because I think after after a while, like you you kind of understand. You become seasoned, and then yeah, right, you kind of understand what your parents like, what your your um your. Significant the likes from what they don't like without them even saying it. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. You know what I mean, you know, when you when you said it, I was like, yes, yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of, there's a word, right? I don't know this word. I probably, I, but I never really gave full energy to look up this word. Right. There's a word for like when you see, like, like you know, you never seen the car you owned. Right. Right. You never seen the car you own and stuff until you bought the car. After you bought the car, you start seeing tons of these bitches and stuff yes. on the road. Yes. Like, you know the concept, but you yeah. don't know the actual wording of it. So, like, if the concept is stuff is like, you want to understand, like, or let's say, you know your partner moves like this and that. So, let's say receiving gifts and acts of service or something might be their forte. Right. You're not putting the wording on acts of service or receiving gifts. You're like, she like when I buy her shit. Right. She likes when I do shit for her. Right. 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 And be like, oh, love language. What the fuck is that? Yeah, I already do that. Yeah. 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 Got it. Well said. All right. Final question for the Ask the Sons this week. I like this. Rataman. Rataman. It's like something like a Digimon or something. Like Rataman. Rataman. Would you rent your house to a film crew? Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Because they found my house to be something that would fit the movie scene. I think that would be pretty dope. Okay. I think it would be pretty dope. So for years, I, this is one of the Marv stories I got to bring out the vault. <clears throat> my answer is no. Mm. If the price is right, yeah, I might just, once I get the money and get the bread, I'm looking to leave. So... Um, okay, so you know they use Vic Ross's house and stuff for like coming to America part two. Right. Right. I had a conversation with this dude around that time, and he said, Oh shit. He's like, um, I think it was pertaining to like, I'm like, oh, they shot coming to America and Rick Ross's house and stuff for that. He's like, fucking film people. So I'm like, what's going on with you, bro? Yeah. So the man proceeds to tell me this story where his, I think, let's say his parents. His parents owned a condo. Right. Right? Downtown Toronto. Right. And Tirana. Downtown Tirana. And they rented it out to a film crew. Okay. But the film crew, I guess, had, I guess, their agency run things. Mm. Right? When, let's say, the neighbor... The neighbor now re- relays everything and stuff to like the father and shit like that. Like, oh, like, you know, you're like, yeah, I've rented out the condo because he had a penthouse. Right. Slap ass penthouse and stuff, whatever. I think there's only like, not mistaken, I believe on a penthouse, there's probably like just four condos. Right. So the neighbor across the way and stuff is like, yo, there's a lot of movement, a lot of moaning, a lot of action and stuff like, like, yeah, you know, we rented out the condo and everything like that. And he's like. He's like, yeah, it's crazy. Like, why would you rent it out the Pornhub? So he's like. What are you talking about? I rented it out to for the film crew, blah, 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 right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. so dude now, 
shows me photo of condo. Goes on his phone, shows me photo of condo because they still kept the condo. Right. Then pulls up some particular scene on Pornhub. Like, holy shit! They shot the scene in your shit. She said, that's not the piss off part, Marv. It's money shot time. They, <laughs> the actor. They got, they got him jizzing all over. Oh! <laughs> but the couch was covered, right? So he showed me, he's like, yo, the couch was like a. Say it was a sectional. Yeah. But it was a uh, like a burgundy kind of mauve color or some right. shit they like do, that. Whatever. They threw like a they like do like a little covering on it. But that wasn't it though. Mm. So like I said, my man kept firing. He was firing off his his yeah. money shot and it was getting on carpet and shit like that, whatever. So like for the longest, they're looking like, what the natural fuck is this area so super crusty? <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, they removed the fucking carpet. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know if I'm for them. Like, I don't know. Like the, the money, like, okay. A friend, a friend of mine's father owns um was it, is it Dusenberg? The old classic car. It's like like a it looks like the old 1940s mobster looking car. They used to drive way back in the day. The Model T? Not the Model T. Nah, no, nah, no, nah, it's a little, little bit up from that, whatever. I want to say it. You probably, if you look at like Swing dancing and ballroom time. Yeah. It's like a deucing, like I I feel like it's that's like what an old car gangster is. car. Yeah, like an old gangster yeah, car, or whatever, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. with white walls on the rims right, and everything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. He, his father and stuff, um, his father is a mechanic. Okay. Right. And I think they bought one, him and his buddies, and they they did that and then buying another one and they like revamped it and cleaned it up for it to run on the road. So you know, it has one of those vintage plates, yeah, those classic plates and stuff like that. Yeah. They actually do rent that thing out. Right. So I remember, um, oh man, he was telling me like a few movies and stuff for that, that the car actually been in and stuff. But I think one of the movies is if I can actually remember and stuff was actually, um, fuck, it was a Sean Penn movie. Whatever movie Sean Penn was like a gangster, like in LA. Yeah. They needed a good amount of those kind of cars and stuff, whatever. And like his father, I think had like something like, if you want to rent it. And like him and the other, the buddy friend, the mechanic dude, like you want to rent these cars and stuff, whatever. And like they actually got paid. I think like the company, movie companies, if I don't say music, Universal or whatever movie company, legit paid them to drive the car to yeah. them yeah, and vice versa and stuff. And I think they made like a quick 30 grand and stuff, whatever. And the car was probably in like maybe like four or five scenes. Yeah. 30 grand. Yeah. Right. So I was like. Easily. Yeah, I'm like, I, the money, the money and like for the purpose and stuff, whatever, is cool. Cause even like, yeah. But I'm looking like, somebody might fuck in your spot and there, just do them all. There's this one dude. He I he had a spot and I think um I can't remember where it was, and Prince um uh booked it out before I guess it must have been like, I don't know, it was like months. Like right? Airbnb or some shit like that? Yeah, but I'm not sure if it was. I'm not sure if it was Airbnb at the time, and it, it's just a house. It was just, it was just a house. And okay, he rented it for for stuff, right? Okay, so Prince rented his house, right? Mm-hmm. Took his shit out, refurnished the entire spot, right? Dude was like, "Yo, this shit looks mag. My shit looks magnificent, right?" And he's like, yeah, he was there for months, 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 months. Then when he was leaving, took all the shit out and put homeboy shit 
all right. back in there. Like nothing changed. <laughs> I was like, I mean, uh, they technically didn't wreck none of your shit. I mean, yeah, it's like if you gave me a space and said like, "Yo, you can use this space and stuff like that, whatever for yours." Yeah. All right, say less. I'm gonna probably make it. You know, make it. Make yourself at home. Yeah. So I made myself at home. Like this is how I do my home. But I didn't fuck up your shit in the process, so you can your shit can go right your back shit, when I'm done. Your shit went right back when Prince was done. <laughs> well said. Well uh, said. We are here at the end. Yes, we are here. Finally, finally. So say the sons. So say the sons this week. You ready? I'm ready. Something basic, something simple and stuff. Right. If you fall seven times, if you fall down seven times, you should get up eight times. So, so say the, the sons. sons. I feel like a lot of people, I think the multiple falling, they don't tend to pick themselves up. And I want to say it in a general way, like I want to say, especially when it comes to like bad situations. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, yo, RIP Young Dolph. Like, um, he's like, yo, if it ain't one thing, it's a motherfucking another. And sometimes some things are just coming like back to back to back. To back and like you're like all right this happened fuck it I gotta adjust and deal with this this happened again fuck it you, you some people tend to lose the tenacity right be like what's the point yeah right but I feel like and stuff is no matter what whenever you go down you need to find a way to get back you gotta up. find a way to get back up straight like yeah. that yeah or else you missed us I and the re, and how I think like the the reason why I think like that is because I I look at everything happening in cycles you got your ups and you got your downs. Right. Mm. If you're gonna be up while it's up and be smiling, right, and functioning while it's up, when it goes down, you gotta keep that same attitude. Yes. You know what I mean? You can't you you can't go down with the go down. And if you do go down with the go down, understanding, understand that it's not gonna stay down forever. And if you allow yourself to stay in that state when it goes back up, you're gonna you're gonna miss the train. You're gonna you're gonna miss the rise again, right? Agreed, agreed. So as I'm saying, since, uh, if I'm falling, I'm getting back up. Agreed. I I hope um, like our listeners, subscribers, and everything really do take in, especially this. So say the sons, because a lot of things in today's world will get people on the down. Yeah, like you just knock them down and stuff, right? Easily. And again, me, I'm an optimistic kind of person, and I like I I know this concept, right? right? I know this concept and stuff, so I look at it stuff like, well, damn, if I'm down from this, it's I'm gonna go up on, you know, yeah. only a matter of time. It's gonna, only it's only gonna go all the way up, right? And much as if you're focused and you're deter- and you're working on things, you're working on it for and it to work- go up, yes, especially right. Yes. I think when you put that extra effort in to make sure it goes up, you'll be okay. Yeah, and understand when it goes up, it may not stay up. So be prepared for that because that's the other thing, right? Everybody thinks it's all good and sweet when it's up there, but it may not stay up here. And if you're smart enough, you realize, okay, it may go down at any point. Let me put let me put that safety blanket in. So even when it goes down, okay, I stop here and I don't go all the way down with it. Yeah. I remember, like, like constant, like drug selling line. 
you got to have your lawyer money before you front with the chains and the cars because you know you're doing something kind of wrong. Yeah. So, yeah. So be prepared for Be prepared. It. Yeah. For that safety blanket and stuff. Be like, all right, retainer fee might be like this. That's At least it. you have that covered and stuff tucked to the side. So if you do get into some shit and stuff, whatever. That's there. Pretty much. Okay. That is Z. <laughs> good access son's questions. Good, yes, good, was, good was as good usual. Appreciate good. you guys. Yes. We are here at the end. Once again, thank you for listening to the particle sons and baby son. <laughs> baby face. Like, comment, subscribe on all streaming platforms possible. Remember the all difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has its limits. And a beard. Huh? And a beard. And a beard. Yeah, I know, right? Peace and love. Don't worry, man. We either we love you, Marv. It's going to come back full it's, and luscious. It's, it's going to come, come back full and luscious. Rawr. Full and luscious, just like it was before. Peace. The Particle Signs was not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous. 